Hi, it's Kiki. Thanks for listening. Um, I just wanted to explain really quickly, episodes 1 through 10 are super old. They were originally Patreon exclusive, just kind of like a, hey, let's try this out. Let's see if this works. They were recorded when we were on the road with the productions. I wasn't sure about including them, but I figured I would include them just for posterity. I don't know if that's the word. Google, what does posterity mean? Posterity, the descendants of a person. God offered Abraham a posterity like the stars of heaven. That is not what I meant. Anyway, just wanted to explain that. So 1 through 10 were Patreon on the road. Episodes 11 through 19 were recorded at my house with Cherry Stone, formerly Harpy. And all the current episodes start from episode 20 on. Anyway, just wanted to explain that. Thanks again for listening. Welcome to the night coffee edition of the Showgirl Roadgirl podcast. Woo! Oh wait, that was too loud. That was oh, not fuck, hot sorry. mic. Woo! No, no, that's a, no, no. You're fine. It's the okay. numbers. I'm I'm playing with the numbers. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's night coffee edition of the podcast. Night coffee is my favorite coffee. Here's the thing. I love coffee. I think it's the most delicious uh, taste in the world. But I'm super super sensitive to caffeine, and so I usually can't have it after noon, and it makes me sad. But when we are on road trips and it is uh, about our safety <laughs> to be able to stay up all night. And today, I believe that will be until 4 a.m. or so we'll get in. Um, probably around like 3-ish. 3. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, we have to be safe and stay awake. So that means I get night coffee. Boop, 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 boop. Um, we are driving back to Houston from another flyering trip in Dallas. What were we doing? Uh, we went around to different places to put up flyers, talk to people that work at the shops where we put up flyers to invite them to the show. This time we gave them shirts yes. to make them more emotionally invested in us. <laughs> One person rejected the shirt. I was personally offended. Um, yeah, she was a super cool hip tattoo girl, though. Yeah, and she kind of was like too her cool for school. Yeah, when we she said was. burlesque, and so yeah, I don't blame her. Dallas has a really huge burlesque scene, and so I could see there being this feeling of like that, that saturation of like another one. Yeah, and so yeah, I get it. I get it. I don't agree, but I I empathize. And she was like, "No, I don't want your free shirt." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so we were flyering. The show is Friday. Today is Tuesday, right? Yeah, it's about to be Wednesday in 30 minutes. Yes. So we wanted to go out and just build it up. We went to an open mic again um, to try to find Dallas Comics. This one wasn't as bad as the last one. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. This one was a lot better. And I went up at this one. Last time I didn't go up. We just went to go kind of scout for talent. Um, This time I reached out to one of the Dallas Comics that I met at the last time we were here. Um, and was like, hey, I would love, I'm going to go either way, but I would love a place where, you know, you sign up and show up, go up. And so he told me about this one at a place called the British Beverage Company. It was a pub. Uh, I thought it was going to be all English food and fish and chips. It was a fucking disappointment <laughs> is what it fucking was. Not the open mic, just the British pub. Because it, like, it looked like a British pub inside. Um, but the fish, there wasn't even fish and chips. It was like quesadillas yeah i believe you got queso chips <laughs> yeah we got uh queso fries mm-hmm. with pico de gallo you know typical <laughs> british food yeah 
and I was very upset. I was very outspoken about how upset I was <laughs> about the fact that nothing about this was British except for the name, which was the acronym BBC. Which BBC. I, yeah. I which was you thought was Big Black Cock. It was not. Uh, there also was another neither, disappointment. Yeah, there was no <laughs> black people or British people in that bar. <laughs> <laughs> Except um, for Kiki when she was speaking in her Cockney accent. I was trying to make you feel better. It was more <laughs> British. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. Wait. The Rhine and Spine. <laughs> we're trying to figure out how, how to speak in a Cockney accent. Um, she I'm, Googled it, and this is what we came up with. Well, we, I didn't get to watch the video because an open mic was going on. <laughs> and it'd be very rude for me to watch a how to speak in a Cockney accent <laughs> while comedy is going on. So we'll watch it later. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was good. It was interesting. I got to meet more comics. I met a girl named Gret. Her name is Gretchen, but her comedy name she said on stage was, like, Gretchko, maybe? Or... Gretschke. I don't fucking know. It was something like that. But she was very, very nice. And she does this awesome thing. I mean, it sounds awesome. Who knows? But it was, um, it's called like Destination Comedy or something where people get tickets and you get a party bus. And there's like four or five stops that you don't know what they're going to be. And there are comics that go up in the bus while you're driving from destination to destination. So it sounded pretty cool. So she invited us to come back up and check that out. And she said that she had been wanting to do it in Houston because she has, I guess, bus suppliers in Houston. Is that what she said? I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't really make it out. I think she said bus suppliers. <laughs> so she might do it in Houston. So it sounded fun. So that was definitely worth it. Um, the comics were better than the last open mic we went to. Yes. For sure. There was a guy named James Gravy. Was that what it was? Uh, Jamie Gravy. Jamie Gravy. That was really funny. His first joke was about how his real name is Jamie Mashed Potatoes. <laughs> um, I liked him, so he might hit up, you know, if he's interested, I can invite him to a burly queue in the future. Um, there was a girl. She, she seemed new. And I tried to be very nice because I know how hard it is um comedy is very hard I still <laughs> so jeez road bumps um I remember this one time I went up uh at this open mic and uh Outlaw Dave was with us and his wife was with us and his wife uh Mrs. Outlaw is <laughs> insane what is um whoa, your Louis Armstrong just started playing in your car like it was haunted it's the ghost of Louis Armstrong um, so yeah, Mrs. Outlaw is very sweet, but she's also insane. And the more she drinks, the crazier she gets. And she gets to be very honest, very honest. And I remember I went up at this open mic and I did terrible and I knew I did terrible. And it was that awkward where I'm shaky because I know I'm doing bad and I see that they're not laughing. So that makes me more shaky, which makes them laugh less. And it was just like five minutes of silence. And when I got done, she just goes, you are so brave. Oh. <laughs> Which is not what you want to hear when you get done doing your comedy Which, sets. I mean, I was expecting you to end the story with her saying, you shouldn't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, it was worse because it was so condescending. Oh, well. It was really brave. like, you want to hear like, oh, that was funny. You were great. But it was like, you're so brave. <laughs> <laughs> Just going up there and doing your thing <laughs> not even caring that anybody <laughs> likes you or doesn't <laughs> Jesus <laughs> so I get it's hard it's hard uh, but this girl 
every other word out of her mouth was pussy yeah every other word was pussy i think she was going for that shock value yeah definitely and it just was obnoxious and not good um did you like any of the comics um yeah but i can't remember i think his name was jordan the one that came up to us um the only joke that I remember of his was road wow, bumps. bumps, road bumps. I'm not doing anything. I swear. Like I'm driving <laughs> like a person. Um, but he had told a joke about like how he had a breakup and that he was suicidal. But like the way that he let people know was that he took his case off of his phone. Yes. You, you the, murdered that joke. I, but no, I, know I did it horrible. But I know which guy you're talking about. It's not my joke. <laughs> about how he was, de- what he said, he's like, he was depressed. Uh, not like suicidal or, or anything, but I did take my case off my phone. Or something like that. I murdered it less than you did. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, he was funny. It so was yeah, funny. Hopefully we'll be bringing um, them to the Burley queue at some point. I did lie to all of them (laughs) a lot because you can't tell when it's an open mic like this like a bar open mic because as you saw the audience is like I don't know like all comics yeah there was like three not comics yeah it was like 90% comics and so you can't really tell how they act in front of an audience myself included I got shaky and nervous and it's like I hate that I get that way because I'm like this I've performed in front of like 800 people yeah and there's like 20 people here why am i nervous but it's just that it's all comics and they just don't laugh they've they they're jaded yeah and so you don't get the same reaction and they're there for their mission not to laugh not to have a good time they're there to go up and say their words um so they're it's just it's different so i can't really tell who would work for the burley queue or not and so they would come up and be like, oh, so you're doing the, you get the show. How do you get on? And I lied. And I said that we were booked through July with uh, Houston Comics, but that I really want to get Dallas Comics on soon. And that's why I am there is to meet the Dallas scene, which is true. I want that part's to, true. I do want to meet the Dallas Comics, but I also was like, I can't book any of you because no one was, there were, there were, there were some good people, but they weren't yeah. like, Burly Q. Yeah. Like super hilarious, professional, awesome. I need you in my show. Yeah. And I didn't want to enter the scene by being like, yeah, you suck. <laughs> You're not allowed on my stage. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's how that would come off if I was like, well, let me see you a few more times. That sounds cunty. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's it's the truth, but it does sound like, no, 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 no. You must audition for me. Yeah. But that's how much I love our show and how important it is to me that it is the best show possible. Um, so I lied. I lied like a liar. <laughs> um, other things. What happened? Oh, when we were flyering. Um, we stopped at the pie place again, which was great. Yes. We also we went to a new district this time, which was like an art district. And it was really cool. We really enjoyed it. But it was weird because like every third place was an ice cream shop. Yeah. And so I just started calling it Ice Cream District. <laughs> um, it was, there was literally an ice cream shop across an ice cream shop. Yes, that actually exactly happened. 
but they were trying to go for like this super quaint shopping district, but it was like so much ice cream, which when I'm saying it's too much ice cream, that's a problem because I love ice cream. Yeah, but it was a lot of ice cream. And then we're like, oh, that place looks a little bit different. And it was just a little. It was frozen yogurt, mm-hmm. which is basically just ice cream. And then we went into one that was called like Southwest. Yogurt. That was a frozen yogurt place. Yeah. So it was it was Tex-Mex frozen yogurt which doesn't exist that's not a fucking thing and we, we went in and it shouldn't be a fucking it shouldn't thing. Be a thing it was terrible um they had all tex-mex quote-unquote flavors um harpy tried the was it jalapeno it was a gentle jalapeno frozen yogurt it was not good um they also had chamoy also not good they had um the guava was good I'm surprised they didn't have guacamole flavored. It was ba- it was almost pandering. Actually, it would have made sense to have an avocado one because avocados can be sweet. Vomit. I like avocado <laughs> smoothies. I had one one time and I hated it, but that was also a long time ago. My tastes have changed. Maybe I would like it. I love avocado smoothies. I don't know. Like if I get them from like the like Vietnamese tea shops and stuff. That's like, where I had one the first time. What did you do wrong? I because they're wonderful. I also know which boyfriend I was with at the time, and he was terrible. So my taste have evolved since oh, then. <laughs> so it's possible that they are amazing and delicious and good for me and pay their own bills. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. I want to say he was the worst, but unfortunately, he wasn't the worst one. Oh. Yeah, he was the he was one that moved up to Houston to be with me from San Antonio. Not the one I brought from San Antonio, a different one. So <laughs> he came on his own. Yeah, he was the boyfriend I had while I was a stripper. And so he started working at Best Buy because I was like, you have to have a job. I know I pay all the bills, but you have to, like, show me that you are trying at least and attempting to, to contribute. Uh, so he got a job at Best Buy. Um, and then he just stopped going to it. Um, and so then I was paying for his college because he wanted to be a filmmaker or so he claimed, although he's never done anything towards it. Uh, so I started paying for him to go to school and he just stopped going to that because WoW came out with an expansion pack. Oh my and god. He just like really <laughs> he just had to stay home and play it all day because it was very, very important. And that was him. That sounds like a really bad boyfriend. Yeah, he was the worst. But it's still a delicious movie. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> um what else did we do? We talked about getting tattoos, but we didn't. I still really want to do that. We didn't have money. I still don't have money. Um, I should ask Vegan about that. Because, yeah, that's something that we were supposed to do for... Was it Christmas? Yeah, I think it was Christmas. Me, Vegan, and Scab said we were all going to get matching tattoos that say the show must go on. And so we talked about it either being some sort of clown or some sort of banana peel uh, with the words on it. And then July was going to design it, but then she didn't. <laughs> so then we didn't get tattoos. So we got to talk about that because I do want to get it. I've been wanting to get a banana tattoo, and I don't know why. Bananas have been very prominent in my life lately. Um, I have banana shoes. Mm-hmm. I have a banana dress somewhere. It's really cute. I don't think that it fits my boobs anymore because nothing fits my boobs anymore. They are very big. Yes. What size are you again? 
I am a 40H. That doesn't even sound like a size. Yeah. Actually, the bra that we use for my cutie costume, mm-hmm. um, I don't know where it's from, but in that size, I am a 90G. What? I don't know where it's from, so I don't know if it's like maybe 90? centimeters. I don't, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. 90? Yeah, 90. Centimeters. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. 90 still seems excessive, but... Oh, my God. Um, I thought it was funny. She's very sweet and she's very talented, so I'm not taking this in a bad way. But when I posted uh, on our Burlicue Instagram when I was working on the costumes and I had, like, a video of your bra and I was like, oh, my God, it's bigger than my head because your bra is, like, I could fit two of my heads in it. It's so funny. Um, Kiki La Chantus from San Francisco. uh, Not message, but she commented on the story so it comes in as a message where she was like, yeah, but I'm a, whatever she is, like an M or something. Jesus fucking Officially Christ. the, uh, or she's like, as far as I know, officially the largest natural breast in burlesque. And so it was, I really like her. She's very sweet, but it definitely was like a, hey, that's my thing. <laughs> they're not bigger than mine and don't even try to say they are. Okay, well, I guess I don't have big tits anymore. <laughs> no, they're fucking big. You're fine. <laughs> Also, I remember when you told me, I remember that you told me when that happened, um, because we were saying, like, she was very, um, she emphasized that she has the biggest natural. Yes, because that made us wonder, who are the largest unnatural breasts in burlesque? And I don't know. Um, I know Ivana Handful is big, but I don't think she's larger than Kiki. Probably not. And I don't know that she, if she's real or, or fake or whatever you want to call it, enhanced <laughs> or not. Um, but yeah, actually, I should message her and ask because if she's putting that asterisk in there, she knows something. Yeah. Also, when I was looking for the bra for that costume, um, I came across because uh, it came in different sizes, like all kinds of sizes, which was really cool. Um, but it had an option for my cup size, H. And the band size, 28. Oh, my God. And I'm like, can we please say a prayer for the poor girl who's ordering the 28H bra? Okay, so we make jokes about tipping over, but I feel like if you were that, like, I don't see the stability in that. That's like, okay, what's your band size? Uh, I'm a 36. Okay, so it's still, like, almost 10 inches smaller than my chest. Which is insane. 10 inches. Yeah. I so, but, like, could you imagine, even with that, like, my boobs on your body? I feel like that would look like, like a child, like a 12-year-old. It's got to be, with right? With your tits. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's the hormones these days, I swear. It's in the chicken. <laughs> it's in everything. Oh, but we saw that little picture on the internet today of the onesie with the... Guess what, chicken butt? Yes. It said, guess what on the chest, and then a picture of a chicken on the butt. And it was a baby's onesie, but I think it'd make great panties. <laughs> Classic Kiki. It was cute. Is that it a chicken really on the cute. butt? And it was funny. Um, we also cannot forget, I want to do pull over on the side of the road sometime on our drive back tonight. And take a picture in your headlights. I was thinking about taking my shirt off <laughs> um, because I am wearing a bralette. But because you said that, I was thinking maybe it'd be better for me to take my pants off. 
but still have my shoes on, of course, for safety. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in case something comes out of the backwoods in the middle of fucking nowhere, Texas. I don't think that things will come out. I think it's safer to be in the middle of nowhere. You say that. I do say that. Cities are where crazy people live. I think that on the side of the road, the chances of somebody being there are almost nothing. You are way less safe walking around downtown at night. I'm not where fully does, convinced. Where does your fear of roads come from? I don't know. We're going to get into this. Do I have to like lay down on my, in my seat while I'm talking about this? Um, I don't know. Because, okay, you said that you're scared of night driving. Yes. Even though but I'm doing it with you. Right now. There's a vehicle around me. That's why I haven't passed this 18-wheeler, because I know that there's nothing ahead of us. As long as Are I you see worried it. that we're driving like into the abyss or like off a cliff? I or is it people that you're afraid of? I really don't know. Like this has always been a thing since I was a kid. If I did not see headlights around us, I freaked out because I'm like, we're in the middle of nowhere alone. And like even having this 18-wheeler be like 200 feet back, I'm feeling really like just weird about it. I don't know what it is. I feel that it is less safe to be around the 18-wheeler because yes. most aren't you probably going to fall killers. asleep. Oh yeah, that too. Like aren't a lot of serial killers truck drivers because they get to go state yeah. to state and not get Actually, caught? Actually, since you brought this up, I didn't bring this up, so now we're talking about it. Um, so my mother-in-law, um, like long, long, long ago, um, had some property actually down the street from where we live now um, because she is like a horse obsessed person. So she had some property so that she can keep like all 50,000 of her horses on oh, there. Oh, that's amazing. I, I know horses. she has 17 horses. I actually love saying this. She once tried to sell a horse and came back with two other horses. <laughs> that's a real fucking story. <laughs> what but, a horse. <laughs> I want to go horseback riding. I've never done it. I did it once when I was a kid. I don't remember it except the fact that I did it. Like I knew I did it, but I don't remember the experience. I think I be good at it probably um but anyway so um she had that property and then one day she got like um called in by the fbi um God. yeah no this is for real she got called in by the fbi because um there was a body found on that <gasps> property on her property on that property this is but the, okay so she owned not owned like rented or something leased or whatever that property probably in like mid 90s okay and this recently like within the last three or four years or so she doesn't have it anymore she does not have it anymore okay. she lives like somewhere like actually probably in this area honestly okay. um we're like in the middle of nowhere i think this is where she lives i've never fucking been to her property and i've been with my husband for 10 years this is stupid but anyway um so yeah so even though she doesn't have this property anymore the fbi contacted her because the body was found in that body and that in that property and um they traced it back like the girl went missing back in the time of them owning that property <gasps> or like maybe a little bit before or a little bit oh after my God. But it's somewhere around that time so and like everything is different now because it used to be like a house and there used to be like a barn and there used to be like stables and all that shit and now there's nothing so they had her go out there with like this whole research team like <gasps> field whatever team to have her say okay this is where the barn was these are where the stables were oh my and god this is, and like they were I know you have your safety thing, but either pass up this truck or get behind it because okay. they swerve and this okay. is like the most unsafe place we could be right now. I'm speeding up, but so is he. Okay, so anyway, um, so and then he, the 
guy that they um, so the whole reason that they found this out was because they caught the guy and he was telling Wait, they caught the guy before they, they caught the guy before the yes okay they caught the guy before and basically in order for him to try to get like time off of his sentencing or like death penalty off or something like that he was telling them where other bodies were buried <gasps> And so that's where they brought in my mother-in-law so that she could corroborate where things were because it's been so long. Oh, my that, God. Um, so she's, like, behind the barn and there's no barn there, so they don't know where. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So she's, like, this is where. Whereas, in, like, say this is where the barn was. He said she was buried by the barn. I, this oh, guy, my God. So close to us. Um, so, yeah, so she was out there for a while. And, like, he was there while she was there. Oh, creepy. Oh, yes. Ew. Yes. Oh, um, my God. And, uh, yeah, so that's something that happened and oh. he was a truck driver that's where this all started he was a truck driver oh, so he was it. um it was like some places in texas like different um cities in texas and then like louisiana as well that oh he had God. like killed girls and buried it's, them at different oh places my God. yeah okay i don't like murder podcasts i don't like scary things well i don't like driving at night so here we are oh <laughs> yeah i remember hearing or reading or seeing I got this information somewhere. <laughs> it was that like inceptioned into your brain. Yes, that like a lot of serial killers are truck drivers and that actually there are probably, and I don't even know what this is based on, a lot more serial killers than we realize because it's, mm -hmm. it is truck drivers because they go from like state to state to state and so that it's like locally they'll look for a missing person or find mm -hmm. a body, but that because they didn't, at least previously, really speak to each other, mm -hmm. there wasn't like the thing like in a city where you're like, it's the rubber band killer or whatever. <laughs> like there was, they didn't talk to each other to see the um, similarities. Yeah. So they didn't even know it was a serial killing mm -hmm. situation. They thought it was a random murder. Yep. Um, and I remember, again, I don't remember where I heard that from, but I remember when I remember th I heard it because I thought I bet there's a lot of stand-up comic serial killers <laughs> because they one they're fucking batshit uh two same fucking thing like road comics that's all they do is go from state to state city to city night by night to a totally different place and so you wouldn't see like the similarities and they're very like a, like truck drivers they're usually like lone wolves of like they don't have family or a lot of friends except for like in their home base city mm -hmm. because you just you go you perform okay thank you so much the bye guys and they'll go and like hang out at random bars or do whatever and stay at like you know motel sixes where nobody knows what's going on that's really interesting i mean i don't know because i also think a lot of them are more depressed than angry? See, that's that's what I was thinking when, I mean, some of them may be angry, but... Um, I might just be scared of everybody, so I found a way to make it about me. I just... <laughs> <laughs> just bring it on back. Um, Come to think of it, a lot of burlesque performers oh, go Jesus. city to city. <laughs> the rhinestone serial killer. <laughs> there is a movie, have you ever seen it? Called uh, the G String Murders. No. Oh my God, we should watch it. We should make it a cutie, like a another showgirl watching showgirls. Yes. Well, like, oh yes, I forgot about that. I was gonna say like a cutie sleepover, but that's even better. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's I haven't seen it in like years, but it's called the G String Murders, and it's like a really campy. I want to say '70s movie. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's like a really silly like 
like detective and he's trying to figure out like all these like girls in this like kind of cat house burlesque situation but like an old-timey one Mm -hmm. you know almost like a saloon or something (laughs) uh they keep getting murdered and so he's trying to find out like who it is like who done it (laughs) but there's like beautiful costumes throughout the whole thing yeah that sounds really cool um but okay people listening don't watch it (laughs) because it is cool (laughs) but as harvey mentioned showgirls watching showgirls that's a thing that we want to do uh, and we keep forgetting about it. So, <laughs> we just have so many ideas. We have a lot of ideas, but we're going to do it. We were talking about um, the secret group uh, and another place. What is the name of that? Is it Station Theater? No, there's another theater that Honey performed at. Um, uh, what's her name? Catherine Wade does shows there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. I think you came with us one time. Because I think the... Is Station Theater the, t- uh, the no, time the that you did the plays. The live podcast that you did, right? For yes. Relationship? Yeah, Relationship. It's yeah, not, yeah, That's yeah. not Station Theater. It's called something else. Oh, God damn. Or is it I Station? Have, I have no idea. Okay, anyway, there's that place, too. So there's different small venues where we're talking about doing a thing where we dress up like the showgirls, and uh, me and Honey watch showgirls. It's kind of like Mystery Science Theater, <laughs> the whole situation, because I've never seen showgirls. And apparently Honey has, and she was asking me something about it, and I was like, I've never seen it. And she was like, shut up. She got so excited because she was like, I really, I need you to watch it, and I need you to watch it publicly. <laughs> because I'm gonna, I guess I'm either going to love it or hate it so much <laughs> that she wants to make it a thing. And I was like, okay, well, we can do Showgirls watching Showgirls and dress up. Yeah, because we realized, like, other people haven't seen Showgirls. Like, I still have never seen that movie. Yeah. and I mean, I want to say I was a child when it came out, so... Because I remember my mom going to watch it, and I remember, I, I think I was in elementary school because I just said to somebody at school, like, yeah, my mom went to watch Showgirls, and they all made fun of me calling my mom a pervert. Oh. Which is now I'm like, oh, well, I that mean, makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be weirder if your mom took you. Yeah, that would be a problem. Like, my mom took me to see Titanic, and I don't know what year Titanic came out, but I know that I was... I was in eighth grade, so you were probably in, what, fifth or fourth? Maybe. Actually, that sounds about right. So I'm probably like 10 years old watching Titanic. That I movie's mean, like three hours long. Oh, I so remember were you just falling asleep or were no, you like, ooh, I boobies? I think I watched the whole thing, but like, I just remember, like, I remember that's the only movie I've ever been in that had an, inter- an intermission. Oh, Titanic had an intermission? Yes. I, I remember, remember that. Because it was so fucking long. That's so weird because movies are long now and that they don't have intermissions. I mean, this was like in the '90s where yeah, before binge was watching, like seventy minutes or something. Huh? I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't watch it in theaters. I only went to dollar movies when I was little because we were very poor. I went to dollar movies. Well, apparently not that time. <laughs> um, I feel like there's some movies that there shouldn't be kids tickets to. Like Titanic is not a dirty movie. I mean, it's not, but then I'm also just thinking, like, there should not be kids' tickets available to, like, I don't know, fucking Saw or something. I agree with that. I think that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> so the point is, is that I we're... Just, what? <laughs> okay, so one time, because Steven really likes the Saw movies. Your husband? Yes, that's my husband, terrible. Steven. Yeah, well, he likes a lot of, like, really stupid, shitty horror movies. I hate that. I know. he's He does bad taste, except for me. So, um... <laughs> There was one time, um, one of the movies, I don't know, like the fucking 15th one or something came out and he's like, we got to go to the midnight release. And I'm like, that's fine. Yeah, let's go. 
And then, so, he's like, you know, midnight releases, there's so many people there, we gotta get there, like, super early, so that we can get a good seat. And I'm like, fuck it, yeah, whatever, I don't care. We got there, like, an hour and a half early. Oh, my God. Kiki, there was us and, like, four other people in that entire fucking theater. <laughs> because it was Saw 10 or whatever. I, it was probably, like, I think, like, the fifth one or something. But Ugh. I was like, no one cares about these fucking movies except for you and these other losers here. Because it's terrible. Because they're, they're just shittily made movies. But I still, to this day, will not let him forget about the time that we went to the <laughs> that release so to get a good to be late seat. to everything. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, it's not even that because I like, I like previews and stuff, but, like, it was a movie no one cared about, <laughs> and it was us. And I'm not even joking. It was like six other people Blah, in the I entire theater, and we got there an hour and a half early. So, showgirls watching showgirls. <laughs> the reason I'm saying don't watch the G-Street Murders is because we that would be a good like follow up for that because I was like we can only do that once because there's only one showgirl movie. Do you think there's a showgirls part two? I bet there was, like, a straight-to-video release. Yeah, I was going to say, like, straight-to-video. Or, like, a Cinemax, like, version. I bet there is. I feel like if we look that up and don't vet it, we're just going to watch porn. (laughs) (laughs) Which would be really interesting. I mean, I'd still be okay. I could still, like, roast the porn. Uh, Just, like, judge it on, like, the cinematography of the porn. Oh, my God. Did I tell you about the office porn? No. <laughs> like so. like an office parody? There's an office porn parody that came oh, out Jesus. like back like when the office was I mean I, I know now it's had like this resurgence of like everybody watches the office cuz Netflix or whatever, but like back when the office was like you know first coming out and everybody watched it then. You know, back in my day. <laughs> um and yeah, so there's a porn parody and I'm sure it's still on Pornhub or somewhere, but I remember we were actually on a road trip with a bunch of friends and we saw it in like the hotel. It was one of the ones you could purchase. Yeah. And I was like, well, we have to buy this because <laughs> me, those are the group of friends that we always would like buy the season, like the DVDs <laughs> and like watch them, you know, like old time. <laughs> and um, so I was like, oh my God, we have to watch it. And on top of it being awkward that it was a bunch of friends watching porn because that's just weird um it was really funny because the boss character was like some blonde chick but she was still like sexually harassing everybody and then of course like sex scenes would just break out because it's still (laughs) porn but the Jim character looked kind of like Jim had the shaggy hair and he fucks one of them who knows which one but like at the end he comes on her face and then just looks at the camera and does the smirk (gasps) and shrug find it it's so good yeah i want to look for that i hope it's as funny as i remember (laughs) but um (laughs) anyway so we should watch the juicing murders also (laughs) and not porn but yeah we could do that we could be like a series where i don't know maybe like once a month we just do this thing and um that it could be like a really fun like five dollars just to cover the, the rental um thing that we could do so you know what i'll email tomorrow i'll get on that Okay. Yeah, I need to, I need to, I need to do things. <laughs> Don't let me forget to email tomorrow. Well, I already have a reminder set to tell you something else that I already forgot. So maybe I'll remember when that reminder hits. Oh, postcards. Postcards. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because we're sending postcards to the patrons from Dallas. I have to make them. Um, okay. Well, this has been a fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> slightly photographic edition of the Showgirl Road Girl podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so we have the show this Friday, so we'll record another one then. And um, we got to put this equipment away so I can take my pants off and take a picture on the side of the road. God, I'm so fucking scared, but okay. It's not scary. You're safer on the side of the road. Did we not just fig- We figured out they're all serial killers. Oh, you want to so be you, further yeah. away from the serial killers. No, the truck drivers are the serial killers. They're the ones passing us by. No, 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 no. We're going to do it in the, when there's no nobody around. You know, we'll do it at a rest stop. No, that's the least safe place <laughs> to be. There's fucking lights. God damn rest it. Rest stop. No, no, no. Rest stops are where truck drivers are and hillbillies. You want to not be at rest stops. That's the least safe place you can be. If you go stop at a rest stop as, well, it's different because we're together, but like as a single traveler, as I do often, that is the most scary. Middle of the night, like 3 a.m. rest stop. Fuck that. Do you know who's at rest stops at 3 a.m. in the middle of nowhere? I'm assuming meth addicts. Crazy people and murderers. That's why you pee on the side of the road. That's why you only get drinks through drive throughs we are in a tank right now. Do you understand that? Like, even if, say say a crazy serial killer came running at us right now, what do you think would happen? You would run him over. The knife would fly out of his hand. We are so safe right now. We are safer right now than we've ever been in our lives, probably. I'm shaking my head, but okay. Okay, I'm going to take my pants off. (laughs) I'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.